Do you guys know what parentification is or parentification? Par- parentification? Okay, oh. so. Do you know what that is? Yes, a little bit. Because it's a new I term for me. there's several different sides of it. So. Like most things in yeah, parenting. Okay. There's like, there's there's the gray where I happily live. But honestly, yeah. like, it's it can be very extreme. Why do you ask? Well, I was, do you know what parentification is? Have you ever heard that term? Um, not until I looked at the grid. <laughs> she looked at the grid. Oh, God. She, Jen and I, like, oh, are God. big My organizers. Heart just stopped. My heart stopped, everyone. <laughs> Hold on. I have to recover. Just Give take me a, a deep minute. breath. Ooh. You guys, I am all creative. All, like, 1,000% creative. I'm good. I'm good. There's not a percentage in me that is uh, organization. Administrative. Or administrative <laughs> or organized. Um, that's oh, okay. Sorry. That's a, you don't we, have to be. If we all were good at the same things, I it wouldn't like be a very to good make team. Things we have way too much overlap as it is. We're good with the, like, we're the, good the with The funny thing things. is when you said that, it's, you said pretty and effective, but it sounded like you said pretty and effective. <laughs> <laughs> I just like to make things I'm pretty and effective. That is pretty so ineffective. Actually, pretty, I might make you a shirt that says that. We are wives, entrepreneurs, entertainers, executives, and at the end of the day, we are all moms, all at the same time and never in the same order. <laughs> this is Hi, My Name is Mom, a podcast about motherhood. Here are your hosts, Jen, Corey, and Kayla. We're going to talk about, par- I don't even know if I'm saying it right. We're going to do a whole episode. Right? Par- parentification or parentification? I guess it's if you say parent or parent. <laughs> Why did you make your mouth you know, like I that when you did it? You went, parent. Parent. I am a, I am a you parent. Look, it was Being like a, a parent I am is a my piranha. favorite thing. Okay, real quick, if you would take a second to subscribe <laughs> oh, to our channel, please. that would be amazing. Then you'll get the new episodes when they pop up. And if you're listening to this on a podcast platform and you want to check out the on-camera version, it is youtube.com slash hi, my name is mom. We're going to talk about parentification today and learn what it is. And if we were parentified, parentified? 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 <laughs> and if it's good or bad in the know. gray and all that parentified. stuff. Parentified. Because parentified. parentified sounds awful. Yeah, but see, that goes against the logic I know that it we're does. using a but second ago. But you know what? Go. We could just change the English language to fit what we I'm want. I'm really glad I have a glass of Dow Vineyards Cabernet right now. I'm going to be super transparent and say I am actually not drinking Dow. Um, I do typically. But today I'm drinking a homemade, amazing espresso martini care of um, Miss Kayla Kenny. I wanted coffee on the way here, but Kayla was like, I, I I got you an espresso martini. I was like, yeah, what I like literally. I was like, I got a mason jar of martinis. She's in like, my there's purse. like one shot in all three of them. So yeah, we're fine. they're like not. They're nothing. like nothing. It tastes just a little bit like a cold tie. It's. I was gonna <laughs> say it's mostly like cocoa and like freshness and, <laughs> and brush, like, br- brushed milk. There's a little bit of brushed milk in there. <laughs> no, there I like it. Not. I won't get sick the rest of the season. <laughs> oh my gosh. I feel like I'm a child sitting all the way back because my feet just are not touching that would the be, ground. That would be me. Do you want another pillow? No, it's okay. okay. I'm fine. Okay, so, so next here we question. Go. Back to yeah, okay. parentification yeah. slash being parentified. <laughs> that's probably not a word. I was parentified as a child. Go so, Google it. Okay, that's what I was going to ask is <laughs> yeah. like, we know, at, were you taking care of siblings? Were you taking care of household stuff? Because- Basically, what it is, is when a child is taking on a role that would normally be an adult's role. And there's a couple different kinds of how it happens. There can be, I was, of course, researching this. There's instrumental, which is like, would be doing things adults would do, like chores or paying bills. Jobs. Getting people to school. Exactly. Physically taking over a parent's And I'm not talking about chores, like, let's help out with the chores. I'm talking about- Running a home. Running a home. And then the emotional side is where- 
the child is becoming the emotional support for a parent who might be Like a parent's an addict or something. Yeah, even if there's like a language barrier. And so the yeah. child is becoming the translator or the, the parent goes through a divorce and becomes, um, the child becomes an emotional support for the parent. Well, what you're saying, those two things are the black and white extremes, exactly. right? Yeah. There is a whole host of gray Parentification, parentification. And the gray is why it's uh, this article. The gray is why the conversation is important. So I read this article in Newsweek. And if I'm remembering correctly, this woman was getting just so much crap because she shared the fact that she was encouraging her. I think that her oldest son was in his early 20s. And she had a 17-year-old son, twin 10-year-old daughters, and was like eight months pregnant or something. And these details, this is a while ago when Mm -hmm. we talked about this. But- they were on vacation together. My understanding is the older son was still living in the home, maybe working for the parents, and they were taking him on vacation. And for some reason, the the dad couldn't go. And so the mom was asking the oldest son, like, hey, can you take your twin sisters to the pool? And asking him to help out. I mean, eight months pregnant, yeah. 10-year-old twins. And, yes. and the son didn't want to do it. He's like, no, I need to relax. And basically just wanted to hole up and not do anything. <clears throat> and so the mom was like, well, if that's the case, uh, you can move out when we get home. Yeah, exactly. If you can't help with your siblings while we're on vacation, you can move out. And she just got blown up. And that's it's where I'm like, to me. I was more on the side of he should help. He should. Being a part of a family is, especially a large family, is a privilege. And it comes with a lot of responsibilities for everyone. I mean, it just is. Yeah. It's like yeah. if you have more than one child – your time is spread thin and it's just a, there's a way where the older kids can sort of help out that helps them, you know, shape responsibility and like gives them self-confidence and all kinds of stuff. Like our 13 year old is incredibly responsible and she has stepped in and helps out babysitting once or twice a week for the younger kid, the younger three. And that's not just a thing. Like we don't just require that of her. Obviously we give her food and a place to live and like all of those like obvious things, but I pay for a cell phone for her. She gets her nails done twice a month and those things are not free. It's part of what, that's part of her responsibility to us as a family is to help out like that. And the boys do their own thing. Charlie does the um, trash and recycling. Mason does the dishes and Evelyn picks up all of the pajamas every morning that everyone leaves on the floor in the living room. So everybody has their own little thing that they're responsible to do. And to me, that's just obvious. It's like just obvious. It's part of being a part of a larger family. I had to do that as a kid. I I don't know. I mean, you were in a big, you both were in a big families, but it's like, what, what about you? Well, so I feel like I probably have a, a very different perspective because one, I was the youngest child. Yeah. And so I you didn't wa- have to do any of that. I didn't. Well, so we, my family took in mm-hmm. other kids. And so I had to take care of those kids a lot and had to share my things a lot. And mm-hmm. there was, there, there was just a different aspect, but as far as parentification, I, <laughs> that you word, said it perfectly. So better than you and I. She did. Wow. Well, it, it just made really me laugh because it's a, it's a, funny word now it's like when you say fork over and over again yeah okay so I feel like my perspective is just a little different because I was the sibling that people were taking care of people were taking care of I mean you guys take care of me I feel like um I actually you take care of us too though you take care of us you were probably the primary caretaker I I am very nurturing like I'm very I I was born to be a mom yes I'm very mommy 
Um, but like, and then I I only have one kid. And so it, I don't really have those, I don't know, obstacles or relationships Mm -hmm. in my household, nor did I really in my childhood being the youngest, but we do have dogs. And so I, I do expect her, like she's now excited about, like we have cats too. And she's excited about feeding the cats. And that's her job Mm -hmm. is like feeding the cats. And, and so it's, it's a little different, but when it comes to the chores, I personally do not believe in allowance. Um, like I give what, it to them, but it's not whatsoever. Well, yeah, it's, it's, and, it's and so I don't even chores. know if I would call it allowance. I think there's different times for it, but like I personally, I know my husband grew up with an allowance and I, I am vehemently against it. Yeah. Like I just, and I, it won't happen yeah. for, for me. Um, but it's also personalities with parenting, like different in each household. Yeah, you know? do it for methods. like completing yeah. certain things, but it's yeah. not, it's not like do chores, get allowance kind of thing. I, I grew up with a mentality like this world owes you nothing. Yeah. And so like what you put into it. And so my whole approach, and I don't know if this is going to happen um, as we expand our family, it's like everyone is going to contribute and do their mm-hmm. part as much as possible. Yeah. And don't expect anything in return. That is just you, your responsibilities as a human being yep. to contribute because like there's going to come a day where you're out in the big world and I don't want my kid to feel entitled like, oh, I'm going to get something out of it. If yeah. I like, do Oh, didn't something. we all know that person who went to college and didn't know how to do their laundry? Oh yeah. yeah. Without yeah. a doubt. Yeah. And I'm like, so, so for me, I, if there is siblings like, and when that, I shouldn't yeah. say if, when, it's when, when, when Loxley has siblings. Uh, yeah, she's gonna be expected to bring me the bottles and the burp cloth and yep. and help out. And you the dogs need it more. And mm-hmm. you and really you need do. it more. Yeah. So yeah. I imagine if you have twins next. I'm going to. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. You're gonna be busy. I mean, little Loxley's gonna be so great. She's because she'll be at an age where I mean, she'll be almost Debbie's age at that point. Yeah. When you give birth, because I'm putting it out there if, that you're going to have twins. And so it's like, when oh you gosh. give birth to these twins, she's going to be Evie's age. And the amount of help that she can be to you is, I mean, incredible. You know, I just started all of an arc and her seeing me with kids there, she just gets mad and throws a fit. Like, I'm not yeah. allowed to hold any other kid or yeah. anything. But it's nice seeing her, instead of acting like just like, a kid that's like in this like whole childcare system, mm-hmm. she acts like my little helper. And so that's kind of that's cute. That's nice adorable. to see. That's, that's my only take on it yeah. though, from experience I have. Yeah. Were really you, sweet. what were you? I mean, I was the parentified? oldest. Yeah, I was the oldest. I was responsible for like watching the kids. My parents didn't go out a ton. When I was younger, they went out once a week or they had like a date night once a week. Um, when we got older, they kind of took us out more. I, I still, I mean, there's such a big age gap. I think there's nine years between me and my brother. And that's what it is with Ava and Evie too. Yeah. So a nine-year age gap between sibling, you know, oldest and youngest is a lot. So there is a different expectation that's placed. I also babysat outside the home a lot and did a yeah, lot of yeah, that, I that stuff. Too. I just feel like the more responsibility kids get in a healthy way teaches them to just con- – that the world doesn't revolve around them. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing that I struggle with. Yeah. I mean, I have definitely – had a hard time having Radley, who's nine, do his own laundry when his yeah. little brother, who's four, isn't having right. to do that. Right. But I also feel like that as you're older, you do have to yeah. take on more responsibilities. And honestly, I just need the help now. Yeah. And we yeah. do, Ty really handles the allowance, but he also has taught Radley to take his money and give a portion of it to charity, mm-hmm. a portion of it is quick yeah. cash, portion of it is saved. And so he, 
is teaching him to be responsible with money. Yeah, and good. most of the time, you know, if he is, if he's earning anything significant, it's because he's going above and beyond. Yeah. yeah. And there's something that he wants that he needs to, like now he's helping me unload the dishwasher and he is starting to do his own laundry and make scrambled eggs and, you know, or actually not yet. That's what he wants to learn because his cousin knows mm -hmm. how to do it, but he's doing hot dogs. And I love that. But for me as a kid, it was really different because I was working from the time I was yeah. very, very young. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was doing professional theater from the time I, I, I stepped on a stage when I was four years old. And I was getting paid to do it by the time I was about seven doing yeah. commercials and voiceovers. And so the interesting thing is when I was reading about this, I was having a hard time and feeling almost defensive towards my parents mm -hmm. because, because there is so much judgment on parents whose kids yeah. are contributing to the household or yeah. working from a young age. But I personally feel like it gave me nothing but positive qualities yeah. moving forward. Yeah. I do think there is a line. Of course there, there is. There is a yeah. line where if it's causing anxiety and depression and – if it's if, if it's there's an unhealthy version of that. Yeah. But for me, I was doing television and theater from the time I was very young. I was paying for some of my own things mm -hmm. from a young age if I wanted to do some, you know, like dance competition thing. Yeah. And it was like expensive for costumes like I you would contribute. And then I started doing a TV show when I was, you know, it kind of morphed into what it was. But when I was nine and yeah. then so then, you know. I, there were times when it was like, oh, like someone who's an adult in my life needs to borrow money. I can do that. Yeah. They're yeah. going to pay me back with interest. Yep. Or, and, and the things that if you looked at the actual list of things that are supposedly, you're not supposed to do, those things happen. Yeah. And yeah. also They're I feel great. like, I also feel like I learned some, you know, some emotional behavior from my mm -hmm. parents. Like I learned that my mom would be really stressed if we were throwing a party and how to help her yes. like not be as stressed. Right. Yeah. And she said to me just cause my mom and I are so close. Mm -hmm. And so when, when she was, um, when she was here last week, she was like, well, you and your sister just kind of know how to mm -hmm. talk to me and make me, you know, like, and it's fine. Like we yeah. don't fight. And I, yeah. so I feel like you can learn so much by being more responsible. And so there's a, a, a place for me that's like, I don't know, I, I think I am a better person for having worked and also yeah. appreciated yeah. what I had and being able to, you know, when I got to an age where I wanted a car, it's like, okay, well, mm -hmm. let's, you know, my parents are going to pay, you know, half of the payment if I do the down payment and pay the other half. And yeah. it's like, if you were earning yes. money, it's also kind of your responsibility to contribute to the household in some way. I've it, never met an, an adult like just putting this out there, like I've never met an adult that that now as an adult is like, oh, man, I wish I wasn't so responsible when I was younger. Right. You yeah. know, like most. Not a healthy situation. Not, not a yeah, 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 yeah. Like I'm not I mean, like I said, we took in kids growing up and we have I know a lot of kids and that they were unhealthy. Mm -hmm situations yeah. that they had to be responsible too young. Yeah. And so I'm not talking about that, but even like those kids, they're amazing adults. Yeah. yeah. Like even though their parents sucked, like, and I'm saying yeah, that oh, for real. And I only say that cause I really mean it. Like, yeah. Yeah. And in those drastic circumstances, but like they turn out to be amazing kids who know how to handle stuff. Well, and so I just, I feel like there's no, I don't think parents should be too hard on themselves if they're giving their kids a responsibility. Because mm -hmm. if it's even on your radar that you think you are, you're doing a great job as a mom. Now, I've seen the flip side of that. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure we all have. Where yeah. I saw friends who were, you know. Coddled and spoiled? Of, no, no, no. I mean, like no. like taking I, care of mom. Taking care. Oh, oh and, yeah, and yeah. And stuck in the middle of parents who were getting divorced and providing emotional support yeah. for a parent who needed to vent about th their ex or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I think there are versions of that that – 
Kids oh, shouldn't have to deal with no. I sometimes am like, oh my gosh, I just put my crap on my kid. I'm having a moment. I'm yeah. feeling overwhelmed. Oh, totally. And I'll stop and apologize to my kids mm -hmm. or, you know, because they shouldn't feel rushed because I feel rushed in that moment. Right. And they shouldn't feel like they have to take on emotions. There's, there's a handful of times when I have gotten to breaking point and my kids have comforted me. We talked about this a little yeah. bit where you got upset because, you know, you're like, well, she mm -hmm. came and comforted me. And in a way, there is a line. Oh, if that's happening all the time, yeah. yeah. That's Loxley brought me a cup. Like she literally carried my cup of coffee up the steps one time, <sighs> and she was like eighteen months old. And that's she's like, Here "That's you just go. such empathy. And that is that is beautiful. It that's was, not a yeah, it was." Actually, it was like a year ago. It was right yeah. after we released the episode yeah. about my yeah. topic. And I was just having a hard week. That was a week, you know, to go yes. through it. And I remember her like, and it was, fortunately, it was a cold cup because we're moms, right? How right. many times is our coffee cups like actually still Never. hot? Right. <laughs> but like she's like spilling it all over the steps. And she comes up the steps at 18 months old with this glass cup of coffee. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, and she's but like, that is they go. learn their parents are human. Yeah. yeah and, and I was hard like. Hard moments. Oh. Well, you know, too, I think the one thing that I think the one thing that every family has is that, you know, that your family takes care of each other. I mean, yes. that is what a family yeah. is, yes. is what close friends are, too. But it's like yeah. families take care of each other. Yeah. So parenting them well, in my opinion, is ingraining in them that that is their role. It doesn't matter if they're four, 14, 24 or 44, taking care of your circle is yeah. so incredibly important. And, you yeah. know, interestingly, like we clearly don't pay Ava for babysitting because when I go to Home Goods and she wants a shirt, I buy it for her. She has her phone, she has her nails. But sometimes Ava's not available or Ava's tapped out and that's okay. Yeah. And then Charlie yeah. will step in and Charlie yeah. be like, I'll watch Evie. He's and he so good with the baby. He, he is. He's and so, so is Mason, good. by the way. Like yeah. Mason actually watched Evie last night because yeah. he offered to. And the other kids are there. They're not. Yeah. But he said, Can I babysit Evie? And I said, Sure. He's like, Do you, um, do you mind if maybe I get $10 in Robux? And I was like, you know what? Sure. Because I was like, it's I'm not like physically handing him money for doing a job, but I'm like, yeah. you guys are going to be sitting here on your iPads, having pizza, chilling out, you know, while we're out at dinner. So you know what? Yeah, of course you can. So there's a little bit of like a, there's a little bit of a line there for me of like, I don't do that every time, but there are times where it's like you just yeah, spoil absolutely. her a little bit because she's earned it and that's yeah I feel like I was babysitting from the time I was like I, I never babysat yeah. my little sister because she was only a year and a half younger right. than me but I did babysit other people's kids mm -hmm. like kids that went to our church yeah. and I would babysit three kids at a time and in hindsight I'm like can I imagine I an 11 year old watching three kids and I, I was making to. crazy yes, money I did too yeah you, I, I think remember, I was making like 10 bucks an hour or something oh what I made three dollars an hour okay like it there was, are parents so who go no you can't yeah, pay my exactly. daughter that much and I feel whatever. I get that too because they're learning skills right like they don't have them I'm kind of that way yeah. I wouldn't let Ava come away with 20 bucks an hour or 15 bucks an hour but but when I was in third grade okay now this is how times have changed I used to babysit every Wednesday night for um, this family that did a Bible study. Mm -hmm. And most times they were at their house, but sometimes they weren't. And I had like three kids and I was in third grade. <laughs> yeah. Third That's grade. Bradley. That's Bradley. Yeah, yeah, it is. Well, it's like uh, eight like, and nine. Yes. I feel like there was less stigma when we were uh, growing up yeah. about like kids. I There wasn't as much talking and information about like mental health when mm -hmm. we were growing up. So Parents did just throw a lot more on kids than yeah. they do now. I, yeah, I we, think we in general, kids a I was going to say, more kids now. are yeah. so much more coddled now. Yeah. Like, we are a little tougher I'm gonna than tell the generations you, of kids I told our 11-year-old yeah, to grow a pair the other day. 
<laughs> I love you. Because I would, he was almost crying over the silliest thing. And I was like, you know what? Yeah. You need to grow a pair. Come on. That's so funny. Well, we Pull definitely do. I, I definitely sit down with Rad and go, okay, is this like, let, let's put this in perspective and look at the worst thing and the best thing. And this yeah. definitely falls somewhere in the middle. Yeah. And I think those, you, you can't just, the world revolves around them, them thing, I think is an important point mm -hmm. where yeah. I sometimes feel guilty because I want or need to go work. But at the same time, I think it's important that the kids don't think everything stops when they need something yeah. right. or if they want to play. And I, I, I don't love saying no when they're like, mommy, come play. Right. But I also think it's important to know that I can't say yes every time. Yeah. Or sometimes I'm like, five minute timer, let's go. You know, and then I can oh. have that focused yep. yeah. little bit of time. And But there's, I mean, this is all so gray, right? Yeah, because I'm sure there are so many people listening and watching that probably have horror stories yep. of these this parentification thing happening on such an extreme level. I and feel so maybe, like I know, that is just so, I know so much too neglect, many extreme though. levels. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's, that's what hard. it is. It's that's neglect hard. and abuse at yeah. some level. Yeah, it is. And that's definitely not what we're that's talking what about, about, but it's a very real thing. And I think there's even a small part of me that because I was working from such a young age, I have a very difficult time not working. Me too. And oh, just, yeah. Even if, it, even if it's okay financially and okay time, like even if it should be okay for me to go, you know, I just had a new baby and I'm not going to work for six months. I I feel edgy. Production gives you a sense of self-worth. Yes. I struggle with that too. Yeah. And and we should be able to play. We if should. We at the moment. I oh, feel yeah. so guilty. I feel so guilty if I'm enjoying a minute to myself. Hmm. Like, I almost I'm not, can't, which I know I, is a problem. And I, if, yeah, if I, I can't make anymore. money doing something. Oh, I do. If yeah. I can't make money doing something or it's not benefiting my kid. I feel yeah. guilty. I mean, because even, the problem is, if your mental health fails, your whole family falls apart. I was so from from the beginning. It's like you taking care of you is very important too. I I agree with that, but I think there is. I personally believe this whole. Then this is probably a whole other topic, but I think this whole like self serving wave of stuff that gets pushed on us like every day like oh you do you if it doesn't serve you leave you like oh I think it's so toxic I think we are building such a selfish world with that oh I agree with mentality that. Yeah, so sure. yes yes take care of yourself mm -hmm. but I truly think and and maybe this is just also I'm a little bit of a people pleaser that is if I know my people are taken care of and I know that's taken care of first yeah th there's a a sense of peace in me that I'm going to be okay. Yeah. Like, and so I, I don't know. I never, ever, ever want to push like the self-serving agenda. Well, it's like everything. There's all these lines where, you know, the elusive balance that yep. you can't yeah. hit, nope. but you kind of have to try to at least wobble around that line because, mm -hmm. you know, I don't want to melt down and need my kid to give me a mm -hmm. hug yeah. often. Because yeah. if I do it often, it but does it is become good, toxic. But it is good for them but it's sometimes. Good in doses. Yep. In doses, it's, it's just very like, good. It's like the 80-20 rule with yeah. life, I guess, where it's like I eat healthy 80% of the time and the other 20% of yep. the time, I'm not going to feel guilty about right. it. And I wish I could take that same mentality with other areas of my life. Like 80% of the time, I'm going to work hard and be focused and it's all about my kids. And 20% of yep. the time, I'm going to be like, I'm going to do whatever I want yep. unapologetically. Even like on the – so – 
uh, we love Yellowstone, the show. Yeah. And so it comes out yeah. uh, tonight or this yeah, week. Tonight. Yeah. And I was thinking on the way over here, I'm like, okay, what can I multitask and do so that I can watch that tonight when I get home? What, like, oh, I'll fold laundry. Oh, I'll do this. I'll clean the baseboards in the bonus room while I'm watching it. Like, I'm literally trying to make myself a task list to justify me being allowed to watch a show with my husband, which we never do. We never sit down and, and watch a show. And you're the only person putting, those putting that on restrictions you. Totally. On no yeah. one's yeah. telling me that my baseboard's That's what we're talking clean. about, about, self, about the self-care. It's like yeah. your mental health, like you enjoying that time with your husband is worth so much more than the baseboards, even though the baseboards are important. You know, I agree with that too. Yeah, but, yeah, well, yeah. I've been do- I do the same thing where I feel like I've been traveling so much. And I think yeah. part of this is just – being aware that my husband has been, you know, dealing with all the household things and I'm gone a lot. And a part of it is what I put on myself and he doesn't put on me. Like I have, I try to overachieve when there's these times I know I'm going to be gone. So it's like, I'm going to wake up with the kids. I'm going to take them to do something. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do, I'm going to get the lunches ready. I'm going to get the dinners ready. I'm going to get up. I'm going to get the laundry done. I'm going to do all these things. And sometimes what that means is that I'm edgy and no fun for yeah. him, because I'm trying so hard to be like, I know you're doing this stuff, but he's not asking me to do that. He's I like, yeah. yeah, go do your things. I'm fine. Mm-hmm. I, I got it. I'm a grown up. Moment when we were all in Florida, I yeah. was so focused on making sure everyone you was were. happy, mm-hmm. and and you guys were like, Kayla, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. Every, is everyone good? And you're like, I we you wanted. Yeah. You were you like. Did. We would be okay if you were okay, and I was like, I'm fine. And I had to take a minute, and nope, I was like, I literally was said, like, what if? Yeah, go ahead. I oh, won't no, speak no, for you. Okay. She was like, how would you feel if I told you that your anxiety was giving me anxiety? <laughs> I didn't. And realize- then me and Brittany were both like. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't even realize though that I had anxiety. I was so. Well, we love you. Hyper- we want you to be enjoying yeah, and it. And you guys yeah. know that it wasn't anything. I was no, so hyper focused on making yeah. sure everything was perfect yep. for everyone else. That's who you are. That I was not self aware. That I was acting like a crazy, anxious, ridden. And I do that. Yeah, I, I do definitely. It too. I'm doing do it right now. I mean, for yeah. for listeners, yeah, listeners slash viewers. <laughs> no, for real, for <laughs> listeners slash viewers, yeah. we are recording Good Day Atlanta on Tuesday morning. So mm-hmm. we're all going to Atlanta late Monday, and we're staying overnight. And what that means for me is, kids have cheer. Adrian's working. One of them I have sick. a four-year-old. Yeah. One of them is sick. <laughs> the two boys have to figure out how to get in the house. One of them has theater rehearsals after school. I've got to coordinate all of that. And then in addition to that, my brain is like, I have to meal prep dinner, even though yeah. Adrian is a home chef and perfectly capable of, of cooking, but yeah. I don't want him to come home stressed. So yeah. I've, I'm already like, how do I have, like dinner's already ready. It's in the fridge. You've got this. Here's the, you know, and He's so capable of doing that stuff, but I can't not. Well, and a part of that might truly be a carryover from being in charge of responsibilities very young. But I would still rather probably work on it for myself now, which I could stand to do. My husband will look at me and go, can you just stop? And I'm like, well, if I stop, the things pile up. But but I I truly have been – I used to go from – School to shoot a TV show, yep. and then yeah. straight back, in, then to cheerleading, and then go. I mean, I used to just run nonstop, and I still do it. And I know that it's something that I have moments of being better yeah. about that, mm-hmm. and moments where I'm like, "This is probably not fair to the people around." You know me. what's yeah. funny is you saying that is like that was ingrained in you from what your childhood yeah. experience was, yeah, and like sitting back and like reflecting on this, I was like, I was the only, I was the youngest child, I didn't really have it, but now thinking about it probably the biggest part of my personality with being a people pleaser is because not in an unhealthy way, because my mom was amazing, but I had 
one of my sisters was a little difficult as a kid and I had to take care of my mom and always make sure that I was in line and making sure that like you were trying to be good so your mom I was trying to be good and 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 she didn't require that of me that was something I took on myself Mm -hmm. but like I was trying to fit this void and like even as an adult I realized that I'm always like okay they have this like for me it was acknowledging my mom had stress from a situation in our house and so I was constantly trying to fit that void yeah. and step up and carry this responsibility that I didn't need to have right and so now as an adult I just hearing this and talking about this out loud is total therapy I do that in every situation. Yeah. I carry responsibilities that no one is asking me to carry. Right. But I'm like, okay, well, you're stressed here. So let me let me hold that weight for you. Yeah. Let me hold that. Let me hold yeah. this weight for you. Let me hold this. And it's like, that is something, the parentification that we do to our kids is going to like set them up for how they cope with situations yeah. as an adult. So I think it's huge on us as parents to make sure that, the weight they carry is appropriate. I agree. You will just never, you will never feel bad about teaching your kids to take care of those around them. And I think it's worth noting that I think, again, I can't say this enough, that there are, there is such a toxic version of this that is out there. But for me, thinking about the way I was raised and being able to help a little with the household Mm -hmm. and and being able to be there emotionally if I needed to or wanted to, because I was the same way. I was a pleaser. I wanted to be like, I, I, my whole thing was I want to make people happy and, and I'm still that way. But when I look back, regardless of whether or not any parent handles it perfectly, because that's another thing where we could talk about, we got to strike that balance and then put a lot of pressure on ourselves. But I do think it kind of comes back to, you know, I worked a ton as a kid and a lot of that was my choice. My parents didn't push me into it at all. They were supportive, drove me where I needed to go. You know, it's like I, they did walk that great line. And so any of that, if you can even call it that, I'm so close with my parents. Like I couldn't love them more and I couldn't, I would not change one single thing from my upbringing. So I think looking back and I I had to think really hard of like, did did I have a little bit of this? Mm -hmm. So that's where it's like, we also can't put too much pressure on ourselves because if you're loving your kid and you're trying your best- it, it, it can look really differently, but hopefully your kids just still every, love you. And they're, you're going I think you them. said it. Every mm-hmm. parent is going to give their kids something to go to therapy over. Oh, yeah. My mom says that. And she's absolutely right. There's going to be something that you look back on from your yeah. childhood and you're like. Mm. So we screwed up if we don't do that. Yeah. So, we're, so we're fine. Everything's we're fine. We're screwing it's up fine. our kids regardless. So yeah. put those responsibilities on them and you give yourself a pat on the back. Yes. Because we're all and doing a good job. The other thing I know we're going to get, you posted on socials where mm-hmm. one of your kids was doing a chore. And you got so much crap about. I don't remember what it was. Was, supposed to be kids or something. I yeah. mean, Evie right? was putting her own clothes away and that could have been it. I can't remember what that post was, but yeah, people are like, kids should be kids. And I'm like, what does that even mean? I worked, like I kids. babysat from third grade until I graduated high school. Yeah. When I was a junior in high school and a junior in high school is like 16, 17 years old, yeah. right? I worked every freaking day yeah. Yeah. on a spelling entertainment show from two yeah. in the afternoon till nine o'clock at night from August to February, every freaking day Yeah. for two years. And like, I mean, I got I got paid, but it's like my it was a job. I had responsibilities. Yeah. That but was, your kids do play. They, they yeah. can they, those things can coexist. They can. they can play and be kids and also learn responsibilities. Yeah. And I think that is the balance. And some families might it might be yep. yeah. allowance or no allowance or different chores they think they're responsible for, and that can look a lot of different ways. But I, I think that friends, kids can learn responsibility and yeah. play. I had friends growing up who were raised on a dairy farm. 
And they had to get up at four every day mm-hmm. yeah. to milk their cows oh, before yeah. they got on the bus. Yeah. And like, I mean, and they're like the hardest working family. Like I, they're amazing. And then even like in, when I was in high school, I worked at a, a fitness center, a gym, mm-hmm. and I worked at an ice cream shop. And so. Love that. Uh, that and the I ice babysat. cream shop one is the one I totally get. The Tasty yeah. Twirl. So I was yeah. a twirl girl. Uh, so cute. Our cheerleader coach, uh, our cheerleading coach owned this little ice cream shop called the Tasty Twirl. And a lot of cheerleaders were like twirl girls. And it was like. Oh my gosh. Because so it was cute. a twirl of ice cream? Yeah. Is that the deal? Yeah. The Tasty Twirl. Um, yeah, it was soft serve. I love that. Um, but I would go at five and I would open this gym and get, get it all open and everything. And then someone would come at seven to like start the shift. And then I would go to high school. And then after high school, I would go to cheerleading practice from four to six. Yeah. And then I would go and I would work at this ice cream shop from like six to nine. And so like that was like my grain in high school. It's like yeah. you didn't stop. And and it's yeah. funny. Like, and I just, I've maybe like in college, my dad would give me some gas money, but I, my parents never gave me gas money in high school. Yeah. If I needed to go somewhere, I needed to like, can I say that something about that though? I've heard a lot of, a lot of my friends. And by the way, my parents were the same way when I was growing up. They're like, if you're going to drive somewhere, you're going to pay for your own gas. Yeah. After so many years of true crime producing, I can tell you unequivocally, my kids' gas tanks will never be empty. They'll pay for insurance and they'll pay for their car, but their gas tanks will be full 100% of the time because the number of stories that you hear of kids who run out of gas, who try to make it to a gas station and are killed or abducted is insane. Well, I will say my dad, okay, that's the thing for me is the gas. With that is I had to pay for my gas, but my dad would check our tanks Mm. and he would go fill up our gas tanks. That's so sad. Who could pay for your gas and someone else is making sure it's full? That's so true. He would, he would always like, and we didn't have great cars. I drove a 92 Geo Prism. That was my sister's that I bought off her for $200. I had a minivan and we're not going there. None of the doors worked. And so we had coat hangers. That were like rigged to pull the levers. Like I just had a coat hanger in <laughs> every door. Amazing. I love that. We, we called it the jelly bean. And jelly bean. um it had one radio station, no air conditioner, the heat barely worked. So I'm literally bundled up every time I'm driving You're with gloves. I can so see with that. that. And it just made you who you are. It probably would make sense for us to have people who had different experiences weigh in on this because all three of us clearly we're working from dawn to dusk from the time we were pretty yeah, young. Yeah. And it yeah. also makes sense why the three of us are dedicated to yeah, there's doing so something. There's so much work mm-hmm. going we, into a podcast. The, yeah, yeah, I mean, the three of us have outside jobs and a lot of kids and like- and Yeah, we, yeah. we can all handle a lot on our plate. We can all handle a lot I do think it would be really mm-hmm. fun that for this episode in particular to get experiences of what other people have gone through because I think it gives us perspective too. Like we understand our own perspectives and why we feel the way we do. Yeah. But I'm sure there are a lot of stories to be told and shared that can help people listening who you know who I'm gonna I'm gonna call her out because I love her dearly and I know she would be totally into sharing is I would love to get Nikki Leonti's perspective on this mm-hmm. yeah for sure because she's a good one she yeah. we should she, just have I would her I would personally yeah. love Michelle Duggar to talk about it because oh, like I didn't no produce kidding. that show but yeah. I know the producers very well I know oh, a lot Katie. about that there's world Katie. Katie. and man talk about parentification her had to take they care had of each to, other out of out of yeah oh my gosh anyway Michelle I don't need to comment okay. on that. But anyway, should we wrap up? Yeah, I think we should wrap, wrap up. up. Corey actually just left. She just left. If you're listening to us on Podbean and not actually watching on YouTube, by the way, go to YouTube 
and follow us there. But Corey just bails because our she, wonderful she has to go to the bathroom speech and director our, Katie is here. Yeah. So anyway, let's wrap up. Let's wrap Bye. up. Bye. Bye. Thanks, for listening. Thanks for listening. We'll see you guys next time. The Hi, My Name is Mom studio is brought to you by the Yard Sale Store. They have three locations in Middle Tennessee, and you'll always find really cool stuff you didn't even know you needed at 30 to 90% off retail. Check them out at YardSaleStore.com and on socials at Yard Sale USA. Your name is Mom.